0: In your brain, you have something called the pituitary gland. I'm sure you've all pituitary. Why is my pen now not working? Faith, can you find the other black pen? This is a horrible one. Pituitary gland. And then over here, <coughs> if you swallow, you feel your Adam's apple here, wrapped around your larynx. So your voice box is called something called the thyroid gland. A lot of women have problems with their thyroid gland. If you're over 40 and you have put on weight, you don't even have to have put on weight, you could just be tired all the time. In fact, if you're over 30 and you're tired all the time, you're told it's your thyroid. And they'll put you onto something called l troxin or something that has to do with l or Trox or oxen or something like that, okay? We'll talk about that now. Thyroid, sorry. this problem with standing up here and looking at a board. Thyroid, I'm like, what's wrong with that word? All right, and then... You have, in your stomach, you've got things called parietal cells that are involved in the whole digestive process. So, in the stomach, oh, sorry, stomach's in the wrong place down there, over here. All right, there's parietal cells. And, of course, you've got, oh, down here, you've got your pancreas. We've all heard of the pancreas, helps control blood sugar. You've got, on top of your kidneys, if I had to draw your kidneys, if they looked like that they look like two giant kidney beans on top of these, a tiny little gland it's the size of an almond and they're called the adrenal glands and then of course down here in men you have testes and in women you have ovaries I know when we spoke about doing the talk I mentioned lots of different things and people don't realise that the hormonal system is so intricately involved in like, at least 80% of the processes that go on in the body. Your pituitary gland in the brain is the size of a pea. You call it the managing director of the hormonal system and wrapped around it is the hypothalamus. The hypothalamus feeds into your central nervous system and your whole brain is affected there. And your pituitary gland basically goes into the entire hormonal or endocrine system. This thing in the back of me, endocrine system. If you have problems in one of these areas, you usually go and see an endocrinologist. Any diabetics here? You've seen an endocrinologist? I'm sure somewhere, or just your GP? You type two. Very often, uncontrolled diabetics, the doctor can't help you. Will send you to an endocrinologist because he doesn't know what's going on. Recently, I had somebody just in a social environment. He rides motorbikes with my husband, and so at. Put up trials. who said to me, "What can I do with my diet to help control my blood sugar? I'm not controlling it with the medication I'm on. It just keeps going up." And I said, "You got to get into a plant-based diet, and it's got to be low in fat, even even plant fat." And started improving. And he saw a lot of improvement in lots of area. But he said the blood sugar comes down some days, and other days it just goes up, and I can't I can't explain it got a text the other day and he just was avoiding going to the doctor. I said, you're to go for the doctor and actually just have a check up and see if there's something else going on. So my husband said to me the other day, oh I spoke to Charles because Mark said to me he'd been to hospital and that basically told him to lie, thank you Faith, you're such a helpful young lady. Really. You're going to go far in life. Anybody who works that hard will. I told you I said to a mom, her brother and sister they help in spurts. Faith goes. She just goes and goes and goes. That's Faith. faith. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't go. Anyway, so he said he was in the hospital and um, I said to Mark said, Charles phone. And before he said it, I said he's got a pituitary, um, he's got a, um, he's got a tumour on his pancreas. Mark said, how did you know? I said, that's common in people who've changed their diet, there's an improvement, but it doesn't improve enough. So, It appears that this tumor has been there for some years, and he hasn't done anything about it. men tend to be quite slack about their their diet. But the endocrine system doesn't only control blood sugar. It controls just about everything, okay? So mental clarity. It controls muscle tone. You can go and work and work and work and work in the gym and your muscles just don't change. They just don't... You can exercise and there's no change. The interesting thing is since I changed my diet, I developed calf muscles. I used to have no calf muscles and now I've got a bit of a calf muscle, way more than I used to have. In fact, my muscles all over my body are better, stronger and better formed and um, I have gotten way more strength than I had when I was 16, 17, 20, even 20. Big difference in my strength. So um, mental clarity, muscle tone, energy, I'm just putting the things that we don't think about. We know that hormones have to do with reproduction, that we know. We don't know that it has to do with stress management. The thyroid gland controls mental clarity. Stress management is, sorry, the adrenal glands there pancreas is blood sugar your adrenal glands also control your blood pressure okay they control sleep with mental clarity comes your memory so it's hair skin nails I mean uh, digestion I, if your digestive tracts not working properly and you find that the food sits in your stomach. Look, after you've changed your diet, okay? If your digestive tract can be a mess because you're just simply eating rubbish. And you're mixing everything together and you're just not helping your digestive tract. And you never give it a break. We talk about resting one day a week. You actually should be trying to work towards resting your digestive tract one day a week. It just needs a break. I mean, sometimes your lawnmower cannot just keep going and going and going and going without having a break. The same with your car. The break they have is they go and get serviced. You want to service your car, fast one day. But I'll tell you now, if you fast one day a week, even as a diabetic, you can fast one day a week. If you're nervous, what you do is you drink barley grass juice six times throughout the day, and it helps to stabilize your blood sugar. But Dr. Andre Kruger at and Hydra fasts all diabetics, type 1 or type 2, and he says the minute they fast, their blood sugar is completely stable. Never found a diabetic who's fasted. Initially, as they're going into the fasted floors, but it just self-corrects. One day a week, if you could just drink water and rest your body, which kind of is quite nice, ties into the Sabbath. Say, family, sorry, I'm not cooking or eating today. I'm fasting and I'm resting. Then you can join me or you can cook and clean. But you really shouldn't be working. Rest. The kids take to the Sabbath thing. You can't believe it. They're like, if somebody comes in and says, why is your bed not made? It's the Sabbath. We don't work on the Sabbath. Don't make beds but then it's Monday morning. I say, Steve, it's not the Sabbath anymore. This bed needs to be made. All right. so it controls just about everything in the body. You name something. Immune function. If your immune system's not working properly, it's everything that has growth and development children. People think hormones only kick in when we turn 13 or 14 and start to grow boobs and beards. Your hormonal system is kicking in, that endocrine system is starting to work in the womb. It's involved in the development and growth of the skeleton, development and growth of the entire body, the muscles, the brain, the heart, the lung function, kidney function, liver function, everything is controlled by this body. They say 80%, but I think it's 100% because although it's 80% direct effect, it's another 20% indirect effect that it's having on your body, okay? So here are the things that are basically what we call hormone disruptors. You can look at your notes if you want to, okay? Refined sugar upsets your blood sugar, makes it shoot up. The hormonal system needs stable blood sugar to work properly. So now you're eating sugar or you're drinking alcohol, your blood sugar is shooting up, your pancreas is overproducing it, bringing it down. Man, you are just playing with your body. Your, Your body was designed to live a certain way and if you don't treat it and feed it the way it was designed to be treated and fed, it's going to pack up. And I'm not prophesying on you. This is a fact. If you treat your car with disrespect and you don't take it to get service, then you don't change the oil. We have a racing car driver here. If you don't treat your racing car with respect and service it and put the right oils and the right fuel in, can you win a race? Andrea, she's a woman. You won't even finish the race. Yeah. Sometimes not even start, okay? It's a finely tuned car. Even if it's a standard car, it doesn't have a standard engine in it, does it? It's highly tuned and it's even more so. So when you're a top performance athlete and you are can run really fast and swim really fast, you've got to be even more careful about your diet, but we all have to. I, I don't know about you, but I'd like my bowels, my belly and my brain to still be working the day I die. It's sad. My mom is been very health conscious all her life, but she smoked and drank until she was 60, from the age of like 16. And then her body started packing up badly. Before then it was sort of packing up, now it's packing up, and she hasn't smoked for the last 25 years or consumed alcohol. But she's still paying the price, because there's some things your body can't repair as well as it should. Like her bladder is just not working like it should work. It's working better since she's come off all her medication. Here's the interesting thing. She was on four different kinds of medication, all affecting the endocrine system. So the thyroid went, they're on thyroid medication, and the balance went, and then the digestive tract, and then the bladder, and it's just like one thing. Off the, going and treating your thyroid with a drug for thyroid medication doesn't make any sense, because this is a system. If the thyroid's not working properly, there is a reason for it. It's dangerous. I believe it's irresponsible to go and treat your hormonal system and treat one of these glands with a drug. It's extremely dangerous and irresponsible because you're not finding out what's causing the problem. Your doctor may tell you the hormones are causing the problem, the hormones are not causing the problem. Something's upsetting the hormonal system. And if you don't fix up, it's like, get back to the racing car. There's a ka-dunk, ka-dunk, dunk sound. You're probably not going to start the race or finish it, but there's a strange sound. And I know when you're a racing driver, have you ever heard a strange sound in your car? Have you ever, in tell us the story of a funny sound. What was it when you stopped the car and found out? What was it? Tell me the worst thing that it was when it made a funny noise. Catastrophic engine failure. okay. The what? The are outing. outing. That sounds like catastrophic failure. It sounds to me like a heart attack, okay? You don't just get a heart attack. You don't just get diabetes suddenly one day. I believe you probably had some symptoms that your body said, there's a problem here. And you had a pain, so you took a painkiller and a sleeping tablet, and then you take something else. You go to the doctor and he gives you something else. And then, oh, you got diabetes. You have warning soo- signs. Call them bad sounds. Call them warning signs. Something is wrong and your body is telling you and we ignore it. Like this guy Charles ignored the sounds of the body and just like, started eating more lettuce leaves and more apples you know, and thought he would just fix it. But sometimes we've actually got to stop. And in this instance he may have to have surgery to take out the, the tumour. I don't like cutting tumours out because often parts stay and then it grows wildly. And you can... You can you can destroy a tumour by changing your diet. There's something called um, it's called angiogenesis when blood vessels are produced that feed tumours. They rogue blood vessels. They're not supposed to be there, and the only thing that stops them off is, stops them is a drug that costs $350,000 to use for over a year period. I'm not kidding. The guy that developed that drug, Dr. William Lee said this doesn't make sense that only extremely wealthy people can use this. And he started experimenting with foods and he found that strawberries were anti-angiogenesis. They just stopped these blood vessels. Tomatoes, lettuce, beans, and they went down the road and there literally isn't one fruit or vegetable that doesn't stop tumors growing. So if you've got a tumor, you go on to a raw food diet and then you see these Enzymes are coming in and they're literally destroying those blood vessels that are feeding the tumor. And there is no blood to feed the tumor, it just shrivels up and dies. And I've seen it happen with people. So you have symptoms telling you something's wrong and we ignore them. And I'm not picking on you, I'm just trying to make you say, be aware. Your body's telling you something, listen to it, do something. And people say, How can always the same thing help? When people are really sick, I say, Go on raw food. Because when you go on raw food, all the enzyme or hormone disruptors are gone. There's no alcohol, there's no caffeine, there's no heated fats, there's no animal products. So automatically you're just excluding all the things that are disrupting the hormonal system. Artificial sweeteners go. you want to really disrupt your hormonal system, use things that contain um, aspartame. Aspartame is an interesting word because asp is a snake. The first part of that word means snake. I'm like, it's a snake with a bite. You can cause tumors on the, di- on the pituitary gland from aspartame. So one of the signs that you've got problems with your hormonal system caused by artificial sweeteners is you start getting these headaches and they just won't go away. Painkillers, painkillers, painkillers. Take the aspartame out on the diet sweeteners and the diet cold drinks and within a couple of weeks those headaches are gone. You've got to pay attention, don't take painkillers for a sore head and a sore toe. Listen to your body, what's the problem here, what am I doing, find out. So let's look at these, I've got here processed heated fats, too much animal fats. Animal fats actually make your body prevent, prevent your body from using essential fatty acids from places like flax oils, nuts and seeds and avocado. They actually block your body's ability to use the essential fatty acids the way they should be. So we, for so this system to work properly, we need a whole lot of things. Okay? There's your list. Gluten. Gluten can upset the Refined sugar. Dairy products. Totally freak the system out we know that arthritis is a disease basically of the endocrine system. They'll tell you it's an autoimmune disease. Lupus, arthritis, fibromyalgia, autoimmune disease. The body is attacking itself. And then they put you on steroid drugs and your face swells up and you put on weight and you feel so uncomfortable. And they'll tell you there's no cure for an autoimmune disease. We can only help the symptoms. My mother was suffering from she was shaking really badly and the doctor wanted to send her to a specialist you know, 800 Rand was the cheapest specialist she could find, she's on a medical aid that's not very generous because she never been somebody who's really been sick she's tried to help herself get better and uh, but now she just kind of got lazy and went to the doctor and the doctor said, that's shaking, definitely your age and dragging her left foot definitely Parkinson's, definitely Parkinson's So I looked up all the side effects of the four br- drugs you were on. All side effects caused, beside the bladder problems, tremors and shaking. Took off the medication, the tremors and shaking stopped. So you've really got to get this thing. I'm begging you. Your last resort should not be to change your diet. Encourage people around you. The first thing you change when something's wrong is change your diet first. It's free. You don't have to pay for anything. Change your diet first. Medication and surgery should be your last resort. Change your diet. Start exercising. Do the things that you're meant to do. What's going to help this hormonal system work properly? I'm happy to answer questions about specific things afterwards. The things things that are going to help is stable blood sugar. And what food do you think is going to stabilize your blood sugar the best? Fresh fruit is one of them, okay? So fruit. You need natural light. You have a little gland behind your eyes. If you drill down here and through there, you've got a tiny little, also about the size of a pea, called the pineal gland. And that pineal gland is regulated by natural ultraviolet rays from the sun. If you wear glasses or contact lenses all day long, you just simply don't expose your body to enough UV rays which means you're probably going to have problems sleeping you might have mild to severe depression you might be anxious you might have high cholesterol levels this is just from not getting enough sunlight Okay, cholesterol is the main ingredient of hormones so if, you don't, if you've got high cholesterol here's the interesting thing very often high cholesterol goes with hormonal problems let me explain why This is your liver, and a little bit looks like that, it makes cholesterol. Cholesterol gets transported to the cells, where it's used by the body to make various things including hormones. If your hormonal levels are out of balance, your cells send a message to the brain, brain, and they say to the brain, make more cholesterol. so the the liver keeps making more cholesterol. keeps doubling up. Well, here's the thing. We're making cholesterol. It should get to the cells. It's clearly not because we can't make enough estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. Our balances are all out. Keep sending the message to the liver saying, so is there a faulty message going on here? There's nothing wrong with the messenger. There's nothing wrong with the brain here. Although the brain does use cholesterol as well. In fact, 25% of your cholesterol is used by the black brain. The problem is that we don't have the right vehicle to take the cholesterol to the cells. Cholesterol gets dumped into the bloodstream by the liver, hangs around waiting for a vehicle to come along and pick it up. The only vehicle that will pick it up, I'll illustrate it in a bus. Oops. Here comes the bus. If all the seats are full in that bus, we call it a saturated fat. Saturated fats don't pick up cholesterol, they can't. So saturated fats like coconut oil are found naturally in nuts and seeds, smaller amounts there. They're not bad for us. It's when they are heated and processed and usually from an animal product because they bring extra cholesterol in. So you keep making cholesterol, you're eating foods with cholesterol, but nothing's getting to the cells because you don't have the transport vehicle to get it there. If a bus comes along and there's one seat on that bus, it's called a monounsaturated fat. So now a molecule of... Cholesterol jumps on there, gets taken to the cells. So you start eating some avos, nuts and seeds, there's some monounsaturated, a little bit of olive oil, and you see a little bit of an improvement, but not enough. You need more than one seed. You need two or more. You need polyunsaturated fats. Poly just means many, mono is one. Polyunsaturated fats, now you can pick up lots of cholesterol, it takes it to the cells, the cells start making hormones the endocrine system sends a message to the brain says stop making cholesterol, we've got enough the cholesterol levels drop polyunsaturated fats and the most unsaturated fat that you can put into your body is flax oil it's a very unstable fat in that it has lots of open bonds they don't have seats and it's not a bus, it's open bonds Okay, if all the bonds are full then it is a saturated fat. If one bond is open, it's monounsaturated. If two or more are open, it's a polyunsaturated. If like a lot more than two is available, that most of those bonds are open, and we call it a super unsaturated fat, and flax oil falls into that category. So you will see in a space of six weeks of blood tests, I saw a guy who's a food critic, didn't change his diet at all. Didn't change his diet at all. High blood sugar, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. Usually they go together. What's your cholesterol levels like? High. Anybody got hormonal problems in any of these areas with high cholesterol levels? Usually if there's high blood pressure, high blood sugar, arthritis, any of these inflammatory conditions, any of the conditions relating, but particularly blood pressure and blood sugar, you're not getting the cholesterol to the cells where you can make the hormones you need and one of the hormones you need to help your body work is insulin. Insulin. Basically acts like a hormone. You can't make it, you can't stabilize your blood sugar. So when you start taking flax oil on a daily basis, you can you you your body starts to get the cholesterol to the cells, the cells like, yippee, yes. The hormones are made, and suddenly you like the hot flushes start to go away. The premenstrual tension is a lot less, the heavy bleeding's less. Your muscle tone is better. You're sleeping better at night. People are like, this stuff is a miracle. How does this work? One thing. Now, some people take flax oil and they don't see the one thing. They don't see such dramatic results. And very often it's because they're simply not eating enough green foods. So, clearly, we need flax oil. Now, you can use it liquid like I did in the smoothie or you can take it in capsules. I do both. I put a little bit in the smoothie in the morning for all of us, make sure everybody gets some, and I take three amigas, which is a, a mixture of flax, sesame, sunflower, and olive, to get a perfect balance. I just find I need three to six of those capsules a day, and if I'm not getting enough, I start to notice things like my skin starting to get dry, my eye starts to get irritated. When you've passed through menopause, your hormonal system's really delicate. If you're not getting enough essential fatty acid, you find you're suddenly just getting hot for no reason. I have worked out that your hormonal system is a lot more sensitive, as I said, than you get older. So, for example, when a woman's bladder is full, once they've passed the menopause, or they need to empty their bowels, they'll get incredibly hot. So you'll wake up at three in the morning, like, kick your blankets off, and you'll realize, oh my word, I've got a full bladder. Go to the bladder, empty your bladder, your bowels, restored. It's just your body saying, empty your bladder, empty your bowels. Just Your hormonal system controls bladder and bowel function. The other thing you'll find that makes you really hot as you go past menopause, and it might even be before, depends on how aware you are and sensitive to what your body's telling you, is that if you're in a room and all the windows are closed, you're fine for about half an hour. And after half an hour, you start taking everything off, but it's almost unnatural. It'll be freezing outside, it's not that hot in the room. And you why am I so hot? Oxygen is dropped. When oxygen is dropped, it affects your brain and central nervous system. Remember, your hypothalamus is wrapped around your pituitary. Your pituitary gland controls hormones, but it's intricately linked to the brain and central nervous system. So anything that's happening to the brain and central nervous system is going to affect your hormones. What happens to all people that affects your brain and central nervous system? We all have it every day. Some form of it. Stress. Everybody has stress. So the more stressed you are, You could find you go through a divorce, a death, a move, stress. You go have a terrible bath, what's wrong with me? I'm just getting all these weird symptoms. Change your job, change your circumstances, work on, on managing your stress. And managing your stress is not that complicated, okay? Managing stress requires natural light and it requires exercise. And I would say definitely a relationship with your creator. People call the Heavenly Father, the man in the sky, the one up there, a superior being. I don't really care what you call him. I believe there's a creator. And the more I study science, the more I realize there is a God. Because stuff is too well designed and it cannot happen by mistake. There's a little thing in your body. It's a bacteria called the flagellum. It actually is involved in processes that take place in the body. It's got a little tail that spins it so it can move around the body really quickly. And you've got hundreds and thousands of these things in the body. Its tail whips around at 9,000 9, revolutions per second or something. It's just shh. It's this unbelievable thing. Well, they only discovered it when they discovered the electron microscope, which I think, if I remember correctly, was in the 1970s. In 1957, a man called Felix Rankel designed a rotary motor that he put in cars. In the 1970s, when they discovered the electron microscope, they're looking at this thing and they said, Oh my word, this looks like Felix Wankel's motor. They looked at this thing, they literally took it apart, it was the exact same structure as this rotary motor Felix Wankel had made. Felix Wankel wasn't a physiologist, there were no microscopes to look down. How did he come up with it? I like to think, believe what the Bible says. We're made in the image of God. So we've all got parts of his character in us. So we'll have the scientist, the artist, the compassionate, the farmer, the singer, the musician. The, we all have gifts and talents. If we all like, got together and really started communicating efficiently. We'd like, realize just what an amazing God there is in this world and, and, and then how he made these things. So, Scientists have done huge studies And another one recently came out Every like 10 years these things came up And they're in the bottom of the newspaper Or now they're on on, um, The internet, on Google somewhere That people that believe In a higher power Live longer and are healthier So if it's going to make me healthier And live longer and a healthier long life I don't want to live longer if I'm going to be suffering And in pain If I'm going to live a better quality life, as I said to my friend Donna, who told me she was an atheist, I said, if I die, Donna, and there's no God, I've lived a better life, okay? So what have I lost? If I die and there is a God, I score big time. But you're in big trouble. You have your whole life with actually not being able to talk to God deal with your stress. When there's a lot of stress and stuff going on, you can just say, God, I can't cope with this. Help me. And I literally pray and I say, give me the wisdom. I don't know how to deal with this. And I go to sleep. No sleepless nights. I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. I get up. Thank you God for this day. It's awesome. Thank you for the wisdom you're going to give me. I go downstairs and I sit in front of my computer and it's like, I've got the solution to this problem. Or I go for a walk and I'm like, I've got the solution. Or Somebody says something and it just triggers a thought, and I've got the solution. So I, to me, there's too many miracles in life. I'm not trying to preach anything to you. I don't belong to any church. I don't belong to any of the 48,000 denominations out there, just in Christianity. So <laughs> I don't believe in religion. I believe in a relationship with my Creator. So at the end of the day, believing in God is going to help you. Going to help you handle your stress. Okay. I want to get back to the flax oil. Flax oil in some people don't, that people don't see the results as quickly as they should. And to get the results, you need the nutrients that are in dark green leafy vegetables like vitamin K, like very high in calcium, like vitamin E, precursor to vitamin E, especially in sprouted grasses. When you sprout grass and you eat it before it gets past 15 centimetres, it's got something called a vitamin E sussanate. And that vitamin E sussanate has a powerful effect on... Your managing director of your hormonal system. So if you have dark green leafy vegetables from sprouted grains, now you can grow your own grass, barley grass and wheatgrass juice. In the analysis that I've looked at in the nutritional profile of foods, barley grass juice is about twice as nutritious as wheatgrass juice. It tastes nicer too. Wheatgrass juice is like really bitter. You can grow your own barley grass juice and you can get yourself a masticating juice extractor because a normal juice extractor won't extract the juice to get it in a little shot glass every morning if you want to. It's a lot of hard work. It's an expensive piece of equipment, or you can get dried barley grass juice. The best on the market is called Barley Life, and it's from a company called AIM. They're the same people that make the flax oil tablets that I take, Omega and Barley Life. You can buy directly from the company and get a nice big discount from them, have it delivered to your own front door. Just ask Claudia, or you can ask me, or ask Mark, or ask Marie Claire, They'll give you the information. You go online. you just three little steps, and you can buy online at the wholesale price. If that freaks you out, you can buy in our shop. You can buy online if you want to. And if you join our affiliate program, it's free. There's no cost. And you spend more than 500 Rand in a month. Not one time, just in a month. You get 9% back in your account if it's... If the amount you're getting back is more than 500 Rand goes in your account, otherwise it sits as a credit on our website or in our shop, so you can come and have lunch on your money that you got back. So if you made 100 Rand, you can have a lunch for free, or you can accumulate your money when it's 500 Rand goes in your account. If you tell lots of friends, you get 7% of that. You can get up to 30%. I don't want to go into too much detail, but really we did it to help people because people were saying it's so expensive and we were selling our stuff to pick and pay and giving them 30% and then they were taking another 18% and then there were sales and merchandising and then they were dumping damaged stuff they'd damaged on our doorstep. We lost a million rand in 18 months of doing business with them. And all it did was push the price of our product up because we were losing so much money we had to keep pushing our prices up. So by the time people were buying in Dischem or in Pick and Pay our Muesli, it was way more, this we're talking eight years back, it was more on the shelf than it is on our shelf here today. Yeah. So we keep our prices down and the 30% we would give to any wholesaler, we give it, up to give it to our customers, the loyal customers that get excited about our products and tell people about our products. Where's Laura gone? Is she gone? Oh, you're he here, right in front. She was sitting over there. Loyal you're one of our very loyal customers. Laura loves our products. She tells people about it. Now she's so excited, she says, I hate my job. You think I could do this full time? I'm like, absolutely, I'll do anything I can to help you. Because at the end of the day, when you go to pick and pay or you go to Woolworths, you buy a pair of shoes and somebody says where'd you get the shoes? She says, I got them from Woolies. Woolies doesn't give you anything for it. I don't want to pay you're doing my advertising for me. I'm gonna pay you some money. So, you need those two things. Uh, Green barley grass juice. The one we use is barley life, okay? Barley life The one I use here is Amiga. The liquid one is the one on our shelves. It's a great blend. I do see the best results with Amiga, particularly on autistic children. I had a mother who was giving a child flax oil, wasn't helping put them on Amiga couldn't say any words other than like yes, no, mom, dad, monosyllables. He was seven. Well, after two weeks on Amiga and Bali life. Full sentences. On a par with his brother who was six. So look at this child. Not only does she clean up, she cle- and she's gone and, oh, she's got our apples for us. Look at this. Wonderful. Wonderful. We're going to need more eating utensils, fortunately we've got... Alright, so what else do we need? Okay, exercise, sunlight, managing your stress. Okay. Right. All of this is great good news. What you need to have is if you, especially if you suffer from things like hot flashes, periods of insanity as a woman who's gone through menopause or as a young woman very heavy bleeding, very painful periods, you've got endometriosis, you might bleed for three weeks and then nothing for six months and your periods are erratic. There's no choice when you have really strong... If your arthritis is not improving to the extent you want, if your, your diabetes is not completely gone, you're going to have to go on an animal-free diet. Every time you go and eat a piece of cheese or have a bit of milk or you have a piece of chicken or a fish or a cow, there are natural hormones in those plants, so even in an organic form. And I've tested this on myself. I was vegetarian until I hit menopause. Then I found every single time I had a tiny piece of cheddar cheese in a salad, which I avoided cheese because it made gave me a lot of mucus. And um, so I took all the animal products out. Then I'd have some. I thought, oh, let me try goat's milk cheese. Tried goat's milk cheese. Twenty minutes later. Organic goat's milk cheese, organic better. It made no difference. Every single hormone. If you produced mother's milk and bottled it and made cheese out of it, do you think anybody would buy it? No, everyone say that's so gross. But we'll take it from a cow. It's disgusting, and cows are just snot makers. Have you ever seen a cow? This snot running out of their noses. That's what you get in the milk. You get the snot up top or down below, but it's going to come out somewhere. Okay? You snore at night. It's just ridiculous. Okay? Anyway, when we any animal, even an organically produced animal product, has some hormones in it because it's an animal. All animals have endocrine systems, and that system is so incredibly delicate. You've got this orchestra, this finely tuned piece of equipment, and one thing is out, and it it's gonna it's gonna pack up. And it depends on your genetic makeup. Somebody might suffer from diabetes, somebody else might have infertility or sterility, somebody else has sleep problems, somebody else has got weight problems, somebody else has got concentration problems. Okay? So you basically there's certain things that we have to do, and one of them may be a completely plant based diet. So we call it a whole food. That means unprocessed foods, plant based diet. I've given you notes, and I go all over the place. I don't try and follow your notes. It's like when I cook—you can't follow me. I just do what's in the moment because it feels good, and then it usually tastes better. If I follow, I'm like, I don't want to get stressed. I want to have fun. All right, so here we are. Let me see. I've got some tips. At the back here to give you some meat-free diet tips and diet. The recipes I gave you today are all meat free. If you are nervous about this meat-free thing, don't be. Your chances of cancer go down by like 90% on a whole food plant-based diet. Chances of you actually getting it on a whole food plant-based diet will be extremely low. You'd have to be a chemical thing that's causing the problem. So maybe you're living next to an e- electricity pylon and you're drinking all the Chemicals in the water and the chlorine. Chlorine is carcinogenic, okay? So I don't drink tap water. I drink bottled water, I drink filtered water. It's one of the reasons why I say it's an essential piece of equipment. Get a water filter because it can disrupt. Chlorine is an endocrine disruptor, it can disrupt your hormonal system. Chlorine gas is what was used to gas people in concentration camps. It's toxic, but it sterilizes bacteria and it gets rid of fecal matter in the water. Except that when fecal matter combines with chlorine, it forms trihalomethanes, which cause tremendous problems, one of them being cancer. So filter your water or drink bottled water. Are you going to get neurotic about it and die of thirst because you went out one day and there's no bottled water and there's no filtered water? Don't do that to your body. Dehydration can cause just as much of a problem to the hormonal system, OK? So rather drink the tap water in that instance. So don't, don't you know, you've got to hydration. Hydration is very important. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Four to eight glasses a day. Depends. If you drink, if you eat a lot of fruit, you're not going to need fresh fruit, particularly a lot of water in it. And a lot of raw vegetables. If your diet's high raw food, you're not going to drink as much water because you're getting a lot in your food. The more cooked it is. So in winter, you actually need more water, not less water. Okay. We need more water, not less water, because what happens in winter, we eat more cooked foods. We eat more concentrated, we eat more dried fruit and less fresh fruit, because there's not so much variety. We've got oranges, naches, apples, pears, bananas, and not much else. Whereas in summer, we've got peaches, and pawpaws, and watermelons, and grapes, and mangoes, and lychees, and all these lovely things, cherries, Okay. Okay. You've Got any questions? I'm not going to go through all of this. Basically, gone through it. Any questions you've got? Yes, I just quickly want to ask. Um, I'm considered about my weight, I don't want to use it. I've been vegan now for about a year. I haven't really lost, I've always been very small, but I mean, 500 half feet of me enough. Yeah, so sorry, I do that Are you wanting to pick up weight? You can just increase your fat intake. Eat the amigas and barley life, it helps to balance the endocrine system. If you eat more fat than what you use, it's going to get stored in your body. It's calories. There are 9 calories per gram of fat, where there are only only 4 calories in a gram of carbohydrates. So fat contains a lot more calories if you eat more fat, you will hold on to fat. If you start eating too much you'll find yourself getting really tired and then you know you're overdoing it. But have you been slim your whole life? Are your parents slim? Okay. So if you're wanting to be like voluptuous and have boobs, bums and bellies like, you know, I I come from a family where we have boobs, bums, but I just never have a flat. I've always got a curve here and too many curves here and too many curves in places. In my family, we go from being curvaceous to being obese. There's very few women, in fact, I can't think of anybody other than now my mother and myself in a very large family on both sides, father and mother side. Any woman over the age of 30 that's not overweight or obese. My own sister is obese. My husband must take that off, mind you. She doesn't listen to any of this. She's not interested. So, I would love to be like you just eat anything and just never put on weight yeah, weight. Yeah, so you don't want to lose weight the thing is that when you change your diet to be more healthy you go through a process called you start here most people will go through what's called a process of catabolism it's breaking down unhealthy flesh you might lose weight And I don't want you to panic, you might lose 2 to 3 kilograms, which is a lot for you. But somebody else might want to lose 10 kilos, like 2 to 3 kilos, it's pathetic. If you're overweight, sometimes you won't even lose this. You might just carry on like this, then you get really bad flu over here, we call it a healing crisis, and then you'll lose some weight. Over here you'll lose weight, you might get a bit of flu and lose some more, and then you start to gain weight. Uh, This person here can go like this, and nothing happens, nothing else, and suddenly they get sick, they lose some weight. They carry on, carry on, carry on, nothing happens, and suddenly they just start to lose weight. This process of correcting your body weight takes on average two years. And that's why you can't expect your body to just fix this problem overnight, because I mean, who's the youngest person here? How old are you? 16. So let's say we've all been eating a typical South African. I'm not saying you have. You look very healthy. We've been eating like, for, let's say it's 20 years. For 20 years we've been eating a certain way. Now we want to fix it up in two days or two weeks. It's not going to work. Not even two months. It takes three months to replace every single cell in your bloodstream. Two years to replace every single cell in your bone and your li- bones and your liver and your lungs and your everywhere else. So within two years you're going to have a fantastic body going to be working properly, you're going to be comfortable with it. But if you really want to put on weight, I suggest you start doing weight training. But doing it in a gym, you need to do smart weight training. You don't want to just bulk out. The best, body, the best exercise to do is body weight training, We you use your own body. So you'll do exercises like the plank where you're holding yourself. And this morning we were doing these exercises where you're going down like this, and then you're doing the up-dog, down-dog, and then you're going, you know those exercises, thumb-down. But you're using your own body strength, and then you're doing push-ups with your elbows in. But you're using your own body strength. You never overdo it. When you go into the gym, and now you start pushing weights more than yourself, now you're going to start injuring yourself. Don't lift things. You don't to lift it. Use your body as your weight training mechanism. And there is... Look at look up body weight training there's a guy called Scott Sonen he's kind of very advanced but the guy we follow is a guy called Rick Muller he's got a little bit online he is right now he's in France on some boats training very rich people and when he's here he lives in Somerset West his wife and his children are here but he goes there he says he needs to earn money so I said to him what we've got to do is get him to produce the stuff put it online and then get a thousand people each paying him 200 rand a month and then he'll have 200,000 rand and you can look after your child really well and your children and your wife he says, We'll go ahead and do it. So we're trying to, we're trying to do that. But he's got a bit, Rickus, R-I-C-K-U-S Muller, R I C K U S, Muller, M U L L E R. He's such a nice guy, such a nice person. But he, he makes it so clear what you have to do. It's nothing complicated. You might go and get pictures somewhere. But get your muscle strength and your muscles stronger. Here's the thing. If you're not getting essential fatty acids and you're not getting your dark green leafy vegetables, your endocrine system's not going to work properly, so you're going to work but work and work and work and the muscles are not going to come. Muscles are heavier than muscles are heavier than fat. And that's a fact. So you'll also get more shape. If you somebody like myself who's got too much shape, then you'll find that this body weight training does things like lift your breasts which every woman wants perkier breasts you'll be able to walk around without a bra and not be ashamed you'll find that the butt lifts nicely but my main reason for exercise is not shape and butt lifting and breasts it's because I want to feel strong I want to be able to cycle with my grandchildren my husband and I cycle with them we hike with them we walk with them I want to have be fit and healthy when Faith has children I'm going to look after all your children Faith I'm not going to be working then Okay. Don't live far away from me. She'll all stay on the property so I can be with the kids. <laughs> um, I mean I would love to see I watch this Japanese woman. They something write this down, the blue zones. Look up a line. But watch it on Ted Talks. Blue Zones, Ted Talks. There's a guy called Dan. Dan Buettner. Doesn't matter how you spell it, if you just Ted Talks. And you'd look for a guy whose name's Dan. Ted Talks on YouTube. on, on TED. Uh, yeah. These people in the blue zones eat a whole food plant-based diet. Once you're on this, your body weight stabilizes and you don't put on weight unless you're really overeating and you maybe put on 2 or 3 kilos. But you never put on 30 kilos again. If you're going to lose weight, it's 2 or 3 kilos. If you're under stress and you're really busy and you don't have time, you'll lose 2 or 3 everybody who eats this way says the number one thing is fantastic is that you've got strength and your body weight is very stable Okay, Dan Butner shows this woman she's Japanese she's 102 or 104 she's in Okinawa there's five communities around the world one is in North America South America Greece Italy and Japan they live on a whole food plant based diet 104 I think this woman is She says, in Japan, one of the things that, besides their diet, they have a reason for living. That's part of the reason. They live in community, and when you're in community, you have a reason for living. Knowing that I can see my great-grandchildren, but I'd like to see my great-great-grandchildren, because this lady is 104, and she's looking after her great-great-great-grandchild, who's like two years old this little baby's face just lights up like she just loves this great, great, great granny. And I'm like, man, I want to be like this. (laughs) She's got a reason for getting up in the morning. She's got to look after this child and she's got to be strong. If we live in community, our family are accountable. Our community is accountable to each other and then we'll have a much healthier society. We're very disconnected from our families because we see now, we have Glen Campbell died yesterday. If you're as old as me, you'll know who Glen Campbell He wrote some amazing country and western songs. And he got Alzheimer's really badly. And um, it just progressed. And he had a drug and alcohol problem. Very often when these drugs or alcohol problems, in there, at any time in your life, very often it can affect your diet, your brain later on in life if you don't fix it. If you don't give your body the things it needs to fix it. You may clean up your act And not be a drug addict or an alcoholic anymore But you haven't done something proactively To help the body repair You may still get the Parkinson's Alright So Be patient with your body Don't worry about the weight Work on building muscle At the same time you can eat more fats than most people You can eat more food than most people And we all hate you (laughs) I'm just kidding The, whole, you know, you look, the contraceptive pill has about 400 different effects on the human body but probably the worst is depression and mood swings it's very common in women and I know when I took the contraceptive pill my daughters could not take it they'd become completely like psychotic when I was diagnosed with being bipolar I was a sugar addict and on the pill so I was crazy I was the craziest lady I knew <laughs> um There is a fantastic little device called the Pearly. I talk about it in my book, Healthy Kids. Did you get it at all? Yeah, I've always wanted to get it. Yeah. It's about three and a half, four thousand rand, but you never have to buy the contraceptive pill. That's part of the reason a lot of people don't get it. But you literally just stick it. It's a thermometer, that's a computer. It's a computerized thermometer. Stick it under your tongue in the morning before you get out of bed. Tells you exactly when you're ovulating. Tells you, gives you your red days, your green. Green is go, red is stop. And it was designed for people to find out when they're ovulating so they could make sure they fell pregnant, for people with a German-designed piece of equipment. It has been available in the country, and we used to sell it, but there's a problem with the importing of it right now. But we are investigating it. The other things, the Billings method, you can look that up. It has to do with cervical mucus. It sounds messy, but it's not. I used it for many years, and I can tell you exactly when my... Uh, my diff- Gap between my middle daughter and the last daughter, the third daughter is four years and eight months, which was a nice gap. Having had two two years apart. But it, the billings method works, but it's just a little bit of effort. Concentration. Yeah. Um, I can say, I've got about five ago. Yes. And they have one child and how old is he? Four, uh, yeah, four and, and you have an in- intimate relationship in your marriage, yeah. they're not avoiding each other. So it's like I think we hand over the of our body. We do I know. We stop listening to our body. My daughter Melissa, she can feel when her body ovulates. I I, I never could feel that. But I only really started getting into my body later on in life when I'm saying the listening side of it. Now I'm very conscious of my temperature going up, coming down. And your temperature rises when you ovulate. You, could, you can actually, if you knew your cycle, you'd know, okay, my temperature's rising, I know. Then you can track it yourself. But we're also too lazy. We don't want to track this thing. We don't want to look at what our cycle. you get apps to tra- You got an a track, app that tracks it. Yeah, you use the app to track your con- how wonderful who needs an expensive pearly <laughs> it makes you hand that over keep that, imagine teaching that to your daughter one day when you have her <laughs> she's coming <Amen>. <laughs> <laughs> I know the men especially like Brad he's like a really organised person isn't he he wants everything in place before you have another child like you're not in a stressful job good income and that's also smart because stress money stress can cause big problems any other questions relating to hormones yes yes You need to go to doctors. suffering from a deficiency of appointments. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Okay. fear, I Fear, I have five this. is our music teacher. Mark's blood pressure at 19 was 160 over 110. He, both his brother, his mother, his father, his grandparents on both sides were on medication for blood pressure. No, no, no. They wouldn't insure him when he went to do his R3. He had to do his nine months in the army and then the extra three months. No insurance company would insure. In those days, they could just refuse your insurance. They didn't, you didn't have to be insured. So we got married, and he didn't want to be on the medication because he just didn't think about it. And then he, he's getting this like whooshing sound in his head and weird symptoms. And he went to it and had a checkup, and those. And then he was working for a big company, he was medical aid, and he came home with a script. And I said, okay, fine, let's go have a look. my mother taught me to read the side effects always. Let's check the side effects. So we took them out. The main side effect of taking diabetic um, uh, blood pressure medication is diabetes. And your blood pressure means first. What came first, blood pressure? Blood pressure then the diabetes comes afterwards. How many years later? Seven. It's just I see this all the time. If I see somebody who's diabetic and blood pressure, I'll say the blood pressure came first, didn't it? So you can see it in the insert. That's one of the side effects. So you become diabetic. Then you're on diabetic medication, which can cause an enlarged heart, for example. So now you have to take something for the heart or have a bypass, or have a transplant, or a something else. So you just end up like my mother-in-law was on 11 different kinds of drugs. Yet when she lived with us, and I monitored her and exercised with her and fed her, all of that went and the doctor said, Aris, I don't know what you're doing, but it's working, you don't need these drugs. When she lived on her own and had her stony ginger beer and her coffee and everything else. okay? What causes blood pressure problems? One of the things that I've gotten there is caffeine. I told you my husband was a, liked his tea and he liked his coffee. Caffeine is one of the number one causes of raised blood pressure. Are you a coffee or a tea drinker? Chocolate? Yeah. Your side effects of stopping coffee are going to be caffeine and and tea, even one cup a day. Mark was down to one cup of tea a day, and his blood pressure was still high, not as high as 160 over 110, but it was lower. But he was still having panic attacks at arbitrary times because that's one of the things caffeine does, okay? One cup of tea a day and he stopped it. Do you get panic attacks? Yes. It's getting worse, yes. Caffeine. Because your body says, I can't cope anymore, please help me. And then you get into panic because you get this weird feeling like your heart's racing and your mind is (laughs) fear. Caffeine affects your central nervous system and the brain. It locks into your receptor cells. You've got to go and have your second lunch. Those of you who want to leave, you may leave. It locks into your receptor cells and instead of calming it down, which is what adenosine should do, which is a chemical we make in the body naturally, it it displaces the adenosine. Instead of calming the body down, it makes your nerve cells fire rapidly and that's when your heart can go and your mind. But then it makes you produce adrenaline and your adrenal glands are coping with stress and they help your blood sugar prop. They monitor blood sugar and blood pressure. So basically what happens when the blood pressure goes up, your adrenal glands aren't working and caffeine hammers your adrenal glands. And as you get older, your adrenal glands get weaker and weaker and weaker. Not because you're getting older, because it can't cope with what you're doing to it anymore. I had a girl saying to me, but caffeine can't do that to me. It can't affect, she, was, she couldn't have a baby and she said, I only have one cup a day. I, she said, I'll eat up perfectly healthy. I exercise, I get sunlight, I do all of this. One cup can't do it. I said, stop it for six weeks and tell me what happens. Eight years you've been trying to fall pregnant. She has two little boys today. Some people can't tolerate it at all. Some people think they're immune to it because it does nothing to them. But when you stop it, you can get headaches. And this will last one to five days. Most people it's three days. Nausea, Irritability and insomnia. Yes, and muscle aches. You can get muscle aches. Yes. so only I know. It's a terrible caffeine. The more coffee we drink, the more anti-anxiety medication we're on. I dealt with a pastor and his wife at a church, youth pastors in their 30s. They wanted me to help with their child who was 18 months old. I said, well, I can't help your child without helping you, because you can't feed your child differently to the way the family's." So are you guys on any medication? Yeah, they're both on anti-anxiety medication. So let me have a look at it. What's the side effect? Lots of side effects, but one of them is lack of libido, okay? and depression, and irritability from their anti-anxiety medication. So I said, are you suffering from lack of libido? Um, They were a bit embarrassed, like, in their thirties. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, you know, our child's not well, and um, the wife says, well, I was beginning to think we've just fallen out of love with each other. They had a, In, in California, you have Starbucks in the church. It's like, coffee there is like drinking water. They have, two cup holders in the the pram the push chair for the babies and their mothers go for runs one has a Starbucks in it one has a bottle of water you buy cars according to when you go and look at a car they tell you this car has eight cup holders this one's got twelve cup holders I'm like what? I've never thought of it now you'll see all the cars coming out with cup holders all the time that's the American influence water coffee so big problems in South Africa, in most westernized countries, there's a lot of depression. High blood pressure and they'll tell going to affect your heart. But the caffeine's going to affect your heart and push your blood pressure up. So, I mean, not You're not suffering from a deficiency of blood pressure medication. You're suffering from an overload of caffeine and a lack of essential fatty acids. I'd get onto body life, Amiga, and off the caffeine, for starters. No, I mean, I'm not to well, let me put it this way. Then it, I will If it was me... I would stop it. It's your choice. You've only been in it a week, okay? You're feeling terrible. Have you read the insert? What? Have you read the insert for the side effects? Go home and read the insert, and then you'll be too scared to not stop it. The other thing that'll push your blood pressure up is something called arachidonic acid. I'm sorry to tell you this. It's found in all animal products. It's a side effect, it's a byproduct. it's a... Omega-6s convert into arachidonic acid in our bodies, in our bodies as well. So In the animal you're getting the arachidonic acid, but your body only needs arachidonic acid when it needs to push your blood pressure up when it's too low, when you need inflammation for the first stage of healing in the body, and when you need your blood to clot. So when you eat Omega-6s from avocados and nuts and seeds... You don't produce arachidonic acid until you need it. And then your body says, okay, make arachidonic acid. There's heavy bleeding here. We need to clot the blood. Bring the blood pressure. Uh, let's push the blood pressure up. Her blood pressure is too, too low. It's cut on our finger there. We've got to have an inflammatory response. It's the first stage of healing. But when you eat animal products, you're just getting in arachidonic acid even when you don't need it. And one of the things we know it does do is that it does push up blood pressure because that's its function. So... Here's this funny thing. We rode the August four or five years ago. It was the hottest August ever. Okay, my husband had these blood pressure problems many years ago, so he gets knocked off his bike a kilometre from the end, and he sprawls out, and his pants are ripped, and he's sitting on the side of the road, and he's nauseous from the sudden shock. This guy just hit his handlebars, coming through, but he'd already hit the handlebar, you know. And we were going down the hill quite fast. I mean, we we're going down. It's like fast. You're right near the end. You want to get there now and the ambulance guys come along and they pick him up and they, we've got to check you out I go to my husband saying, no, 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 I'm not okay. coming no, we've got to check you out it's the rules get in the ambulance I want to get him. no, you can't come in I'm mean, his wife I know you can't come in so I'm peering through the window like this oh my word your blood pressure is 100 over 70 what's wrong here? because now he, they know his age he's, was in his, he was 60 at the time I said he's a vegetarian We're actually vegan now Oh, no, that's fine. Vegetarians have low blood pressure. No, that's normal. It's fine. You can get back on your bike. The paramedics know that vegetarians' blood pressure is lower. Where did they study this? They were taught this by medical people. And the same medical people won't tell you that vegetarians' blood pressure is lower. They'll give you a drug that causes diabetes. You go figure out that one. It's a known fact. Throughout the medical world, vegetarians, blood pressure but it, they're not taught it, it's just they've observed it, they can't figure it out but because they don't study nutrition, they don't know what arachidonic acid is, it's not something they study they'll know it's made in the body and it does things, but they don't know that you're eating it when you eat animal products so that's where you're heading is towards a plant based diet but I'd get the flax, barley and get the caffeine out for starters see what it does? take the amiga with it because you need the nutrients, in the to you need the flax oil to, what flax oil has got omega-3s in it, and omega-3s convert to EPAs and DHAs, and they're very anti-inflammatory, and they do the opposite of arachidonic acid. They bring the blood pressure down, they thin the blood, and they stop inflammation. So when you've got inflammation and blood clotting problems and high blood pressure, you take omega-3s. Most people have problems in that area. So Omega-3s, most people respond well to Omega-3s. Then you start off with six capsules a day and when the problem's sorted out, you come down to three. Okay. It's up to you. I take all of them in the morning because I forget later on. <laughs> or don't feel like them because I'm full. But it's up to you. If I start up, I'm on 13 tablets a day. Oh my word. Alright, first thing you do is we have a free online program, and we've got all your email addresses, haven't we? It's called 100 Days to Health." Let me just write it down here. Let me not save my paper. I'm trying to 100 days to Za, And I'll tell you what you get. Every day you're going to get recipes, you're going to get tips, you're going to get advice. Please, you are entitled to lunch. Go and have it. <laughs> all right. So you get on the 100 Days to Health. It's a free program and it'll get you to improve slowly. On all these different drugs, you can't just stop stuff and you can't just go like cold turkey, all right? So, what you do is on the 100 Days to Health, the only thing you have to stop is artificial sweetness. So, no diet, cold drinks, no artificial sweetness, nothing to sweeten other than. Natural juices, some dates, raisins, some apples, some honey, some fructose, if you're going to sweeten everything. Now you get onto the 100 days. Week one, you're eating some raw food before you eat cooked food. So you're having carrot sticks in those dips you made, start making these foods. Start eating more beans. They're the best things to stabilize blood sugar, okay? You start with, a, And then week two, you're going to exercise for five minutes a day at the same time every day. And week three, it's another little step. So what we're doing over the 100 days on a weekly basis is giving you instructions every week. And as you do that, and then the only thing I tell you, you do need to get is the, definitely Amiga and Barley and Herbal Fiber Blend, if you can manage that as well, but the book Perfect Health. You don't have to have it, but you'll see results quicker. And when you get the book, because I tell you week one, go and read chapter four. And then in week two, I tell you, read chapter eight. And I jump around and get you to read stuff. Because you're learning about your body. And as you learn about your body, you will never go to the doctor and say, I've got high blood pressure. You didn't want the pill, but you didn't have any answers. So as you learn about your body... Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance brings about fear. It doesn't matter. Ignorance in a religious environment, in your physical body, in relationships, if you're ignorant of what's happening in your relationship and you fear losing somebody, you're going to do stupid things. So we've just got to make ourselves smarter. So the 100 days makes you smarter. You're beginning to understand how your body works. You understand why you crave salty things. Why do I crave sweet things? Why do I always crave this? Why am I not sleeping? You're just learning about your body. It's completely free, I will not charge from it as much as my husband every now and again says, this program is so valuable, people should be paying for it. I said, there's one thing we will give people for free because many times I meet people who say I can't afford anything and I'm saying, get on the 100 days to Health. It's free. All you need is internet access and if you don't have it, come and sit in the restaurant and get it. Sit outside on the table and get onto the internet and download it. But honestly, you need to start slowly. If you're halfway there on your diet, you can start a bit faster. But you've got to start looking at things like taking the caffeine out. But on the 100 days, you'll get to that spot. So you don't need to rush all of this. Don't rush it. Do the 100 days. A week 12, the caffeine goes. And then, you know, a week some other week, you do a week with no gluten. And you're like, hey, I can do this. I can eat rice. I can eat potatoes. I don't have to eat bread. And then your body just starts responding. And as you respond, you've got to keep tabs on your medication and start coming off it. But you'll have to go to the doctor and say, "I'm feeling like my blood pressure's lower. Can you just check it for me?" Or you can go to the most pharmacies, like you can go to Clicks, Clicks, and have your blood pressure and your blood sugar checked. You don't have to go to the doctor for that. Doctor said you had to do my art in what so you want to do? Operate well, when you're on diabetic medication it causes an enlarged heart you will get a blockage from that and if you've got a blockage somewhere you better get off all animal products he wants to do your heart in September we're going to have to move faster than 100 days tell him you need 100 days first thing is get off caffeine second thing for you if you're trying to avoid heart surgery get off animal products and caffeine that's the first thing Get on the 100 days because it gives you a lot more recipes. Start making these foods. And what you can do is you can email us. Claudia will send you a health assessment form and will help you get there quicker. But you need to, you need to say to your doctor, I need, I'm changing my lifestyle and my diet. I need you to give me some time. And he'll say to you, oh please, there's no way you can improve heart disease. There's a book on the shelf there called Reversing Heart Disease by Dr. Dean Ornish, a heart surgeon, where he has taken patients... Put them on a whole food plant based diet, and within two years, all the blockages are gone, all the problems are gone, and the heart's returned to a normal size. There's another heart specialist, Dr. Caldwell Esselstein, also have a book of his over there. Have a look at that. These are highly qualified doctors who head up big sections in hospitals in America. There's the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine. I'm the only Education Alliance partner in Africa for them. I went and did their training. And they have over 30,000 doctors in America that are on the same approach that I'm talking about. Dr. Neil Barnard. They're saying the only way you can stop diabetes and reverse diabetes is on a whole food plant-based diet. Blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease. And they've got the results. They published the results. They have found other research from 1986 until 2009 there were rooms full of boxes in the government offices with all this research. In 2009, the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine sued the United States government for telling the that there was American citizens to eat animal products because they needed for health. When all, everything else was saying the opposite, they sued them. They said, you've been teaching the Americans in the schools And everywhere in all the literature that the food pyramid and all the food groups and all this nonsense, when we know you should be following, there's a plate like this. 25% fruit, 25% vegetables, 25% legumes, and 25% um, whole grains. 2013, they they won the case. And it forced the American government to bring out this food plate. But just because they didn't want to upset the food industry, they said legumes or proteins. So you can still have your animal protein. And the first time ever they took dairy products and they said it's not an essential food. They stuck it outside on the plate at the top here and they said it's optional. And South Africa hasn't caught on yet because our textbooks were printed 20 years ago. So, okay. We're going to help you. We're going to get going. Anybody else? Yeah, how old are you? <laughs> okay. Heavy menstrual pains usually shows there's a lot of inflammation in the uterus, which means heavy bleeding. Is your bleeding got behavior as well? More clots? Okay, day or two. The pain usually shows there's inflammation. Inflammation comes from arachidonic acid, comes from gluten. Anything that causes a problem with the hormonal system is inflammatory. Caffeine is inflammatory. So I basically recommend you get onto the hundred days to health. You take these notes home with you, and you start looking at them. And then, if you need extra help, you can always get hold of Claudia. But we. Yeah. And did you feel better? Yes. So you just need to come and get more support. That's the most common problem people have: is that they don't have the support in their community. Nobody else eats like me, and the only thing you can do is start a communities. Start a little hundred-day support group. Tell your friends, I'm starting on the hundred days again. I want to start a support group so we can make dishes together and meet once a month or once a week. And you, you bring a baked sweet potato. Hey, we got pudding here, man. Talking about baked sweet potatoes. Where um, oh, is Faithy? Where's my right-hand person? Shame she's hanging around here. You want to cut this up and give everybody a quarter of an apple. Can you do that? Oh. So, what we're going to do is try and give everybody a little bit of the inside and a little bit of the juice from the honey. Otherwise, we'll just put it in here and they can help themselves. Actually, do that. Cut them all for me here. All right. You've got to start a community, you really have to. because you're going to get back to this place and then you're going to give up because none of the men want to do it and the kids don't want to do it and the there are people in your community who have health problems there are people in your community who don't know how to cook healthy and that's what we all need to do whether it's in your work environment or in your home environment meet together with like-minded people who want, and lead them you've gone through it you did feel better you can say that's when we feel better please we need help we need your support my mom's trying to avoid heart surgery. It's like a go fund me. I need you to come and fund me with your support to help me and my mom. Please come and help us. So the community will like step up say, Oh, we'll help you, we'll do this with you. You know, it's like people make me laugh. Somebody gets cancer and they go and shave their heads because somebody's bald from the chemotherapy. We're all shaving our heads to show our support. Seriously? How about getting together and eating healthy? That's supportive. It's a weird thing. Let's shave our heads. How is that helping that person? And the body of the body Pardon? The minute you sort out the hormonal system, your weight gets sorted out, okay? You Really, you're, if you have a body type that's more voluptuous, it's going to be voluptuous but slimmer. If you're a slim person, it's going to be slim and the cellulite will be gone because people that are slim still have cellulite. So I find that I might still have boobs, bums and bellies, but my cellulite's all gone. I never used to be able to wear a dress like this because everything would just lumps on the side of my legs. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. And that goes, that gets sorted out. So, all right. There's apples. There's more food. There's any of the questions you need to ask me. I'm up here. I'm going to switch this off because I know some people want to ask me private questions.